Disclaimer, this podcast mentions spirits, the paranormal, and people who have passed over, as well as physical violence. Viewers' discretion is advised. So I'm just going to put these down. It's just to protect you and I and anyone that's in this room. So we only want to bring white light through. So before we start, Mm -hmm. what do you girls want to know from me? Um, I guess I'm just going to ask you questions about what, like, you do for work and maybe what got you into that. Okay. And then maybe I can just ask you general questions that I have about the whole spiritual realm and everything because I don't know a whole lot about it. Okay. Yeah. So it's just going to be, like, a casual conversation. It's not going to be anything too crazy. We can always edit anything out. So. Yeah. Rob is used to that because and Scoot, if I can use this pen and paper as well, because sometimes it's if you don't mind, sometimes mm-hmm. look at me to draw things. Yeah, absolutely. Could be connected to either of you. Could be t- connected to someone around you. He's used to this. Um where spirit can come in at any time. Right. Now if they come in mm-hmm. <laughs> you're very hard to get them to leave. Right. So it it will look like during mid conversation that I'm interrupting you, but I'm not. It yep. means that they're zoning in on my energy, which I'm going to talk to you guys about energy mm-hmm. and how it works and yeah, how you, yeah. you can protect yourself and mm-hmm. so forth and who I work with. Mm-hmm. But this building is always got activity in it. Mm. Always got activity. So many people have passed through here. So um, just be prepared for that. Don't let mm-hmm. that knock you off mm-hmm. and don't let them bully you. Okay. All right. It just be, even raise your hand if they're bullying you, which is like I feel like I'm being pushed, or oh, you know okay. anything like that, or I feel like I'm tingling. Just put your finger up, and I can control them. And okay, usually they're quite good. Yeah, because I've I've never experienced anything physical. With oh, I do all the time. I can't even sleep at night. I, 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 yeah, I never. You're I, an I am an insomniac. Oh, really? I sleep with spirit. I have to sleep with a light on, but Pete won't sleep with a light on, so I have to put up on them. Oh, wow. Leave me. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, so you can ask me anything you want, mm-hmm. um, but okay. just be prepared for either angels or spirit to come through because they see mm-hmm. themselves as an attachment to me. Yeah. So your grandmother could come through or your mother, your father, your brother, whatever, you know, or it could yeah. be simply a message from someone else. Okay. So whenever you're ready, somebody's playing the guitar. There we go. Right now. Either of you play the guitar. Does mm. Somebody play guitar. Do you play guitar? I've been learning the, the mandolin. Okay. That's not really guitar, but it has strings. Uh, you would play the guitar. No. no. It has to be one of you two. Yeah. So you're learning. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Very quickly before we start, are you hoping to take this further? Are you hoping to get into the music industry? Um, I mean, I enjoy singing, but... And I have been doing a music course, but I haven't really taken it very Serious seriously. Serious enough. Yeah. You need to. Okay. They've just presented, a, we're going to move up the guitar. Oh, wow, really? I mean, you'll, you'll pick it up and you'll just start playing it. Really? You did it in the past life. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. I've never, because I've always been telling myself that um, I could never get into music because I find it as such an crazy you told thing. Your brain's telling you that. To listen yeah. to your brain. Yeah. <laughs> you just listen to your soul. Okay. Yeah, but I had, I had to give you that, right? Okay, now. thank you. Give yourselves you. please. <laughs> no, they will. Yeah, I control no. them, mm-hmm. so don't worry. But this is why we just have a wait light. We just don't want anything negative coming through. You're listening to a Sound Vision GC podcast. Mm.
You're listening to part one of a Sound Vision GC podcast with Angel Reader, Lizzie. Awesome. Hello, everyone. Um, we have another podcast here with Lizzie. And you are angel reader slash worker? I am. I, I kind of refer to myself as an angel intuitive reader. Mm-hmm. And the reason why the whole medium psychic thing, I kind of get stuck on that. I think it's kind of very uh, labeled. And I really feel like I come from a different direction. Mm-hmm. And even as a child, people ask me, you know, what, what were you like? as a kid well, I've always felt different yeah so I felt fallen onto the category of psychic medium mm-hmm. to me it didn't fit because I've always felt different so I I, I picked a different name but I yeah. channeled and that's what I came up with mm-hmm. was angel intuitive reader yeah and um when about did you start getting into uh, you mentioned it was since you were young yeah uh, look I mean I come from Belfast I come from a very um Catholic, Roman Catholic background um I'm one of uh, six children I fall on the third so I'm the third mm-hmm. child then and I never ever ever felt like I was the same as my siblings mm-hmm. you know um I would continuously see things and try to describe them and talk to walls yeah you know and um and see things move in the night and mm-hmm. you know and, and experience and, and back then it was all about feeling and then I would see yeah. I would see shadows walk past me mm-hmm. um and then all of a sudden my mum might get a phone call or whatever back in the day somebody came and knocked on the door to tell us somebody passed away and wow. it, it was uh, it started with my my grandmother who, who was my mother's mother um mm. there was just always something funny about her i remember that we had this connection but it was almost like because she was so devoted to the catholic church that she would never expose you know what i always felt she was special and she said to my mom one day <coughs> you know, watch this one, she's special. And, of course, I was mm-hmm. very naughty, so my mum would go, yeah, I am watching her. I can't, like, I mean, she she tortures me. So I always, not breaking the rules, but if, if, if somebody would say to me, do something, and I really felt in my gut that I wouldn't do it, I wouldn't do it. Um, during the troubles in Northern Ireland, um, my father was a builder, so he would often come in at night and go out at night, and he ran his own little big business, building business in Belfast. So he would have to go back out at night to do some work. And I had th- just this feeling that I needed to get into trouble. So our naughty corner would have been back in the day, you sit in the cold hallway, you wait for your father to come home. And I would time for him. I would know when he's coming through the door. And I would get myself into trouble by either slapping one of the siblings, um, get put outside, and then mum would say, just take her with you. And I knew if I sat at the door, back then he only had a small little business, and I used to sit at the front door. And he used to say, "Why? what are you doing? And I said, it's okay, I'm just here to protect you. And the, every time I'd done that, he would come home safe. And there were times when... You know, people were getting murdered. They were getting picked up in the street, but he was always protected. And I always felt that I, I, I sort of learned. I was probably about, I, I think I remember being about six or seven when my grandmother passed away, and mm-hmm. 
Um, we were all led up to the coffin, which was in the, the house, which is very Irish to bring the, the deceased home. And I remember my uncle saying, you know, arranging for everybody to give Ronnie a kiss or whatever. And I said, well, there's no point because she's not there. And he got really cranky at me. And I said, well, okay, I'll give her a kiss, but she's not there. And he goes, well, where is she? I said, she's sitting there with her with a dog. And, you know, that was it. The priest was about to come and do the blessing and the rosary. And, of course, I was, <laughs> you know, my mum had to sort of, like, okay, shuffle her off. So I just sat next to the dog and my granny was sitting there. But the, and I could see her was clear. The three of us, was, there was three of us sitting there. And ever since then, I think I got mocked a lot because it was Ireland and that can't be possible. So into my teens, I started to sort of, this is not cool, I'm going to ignore it, I'm just going to let it go. And that was probably one of the worst decisions that I could have ever made. Not trusting my gut feeling at the age of 18, because there's another story then that comes after that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and I think you were talking about that in an in interview. Yeah. The really yeah. Um, traumatic yeah. And I think experience. that like, people can learn from that too. Um, I was attacked uh, at the age of 18 and um, almost lost my life. And before I, rather than go into the gory details of it, I didn't trust my gut feeling. I, I, I went without it and I, I knew in my heart to trust it. But during the incident itself, something appeared. And all mm -hmm. I can tell you is there were two of them. And it was like talking to a shadow, a big, huge, white shadow. And it kept saying... If you decide to stay, then you have to do work for us. And I just can remember thinking, I want to stay, I want to stay, I want to stay. So when things were cleared up, um, and I remember going to the police station. Before he went to the hospital, I was brought to the police station. I was being interviewed. And a police officer knocked on the door of the interview room. And they had caught the predator. And he called out the detective who was invest, you know, talking to me. So he whispered in his ear. The detective came back into the room. And the name is you had a tape recording. And he stopped it. And he put everyone out of the room. And he said, "What? who else was in that room? And I said, there was two white shadows. Explain. And I explained it to him. He said, he's just, he's, I don't want to freak you out, but he's three doors down. And he ex said exactly the same thing. And there were only two of you there. And I said, yes. And all I remember him saying is, I can't use this. We can't talk about this. So I spent a lot of time afterwards, um, I guess, being angry. And I would go and sit in the church a lot and ask why. I was very angry with God. He's very angry. At, like, I'm doing this work. You want to keep me here. I don't want to be here. But 30 years on, so many things have happened in my life. I've read for thousands of people, including a celebrity. It doesn't matter if I read a celebrity or read a man on the street with no money. I've walked in their shoes from divorce to cancer to, you know, to being cheated on. To I've walked in their shoes. And now, sometimes we ask why. Why did that happen? And we get angry. But 30 years on, I know why it happened because I chose to stay here. And just wrapping that part up, when I did get to hospital, 
when they did examine my brain, there was a bleed on my brain that didn't move. And to this day, medical science cannot... I, like The doctor looked at my dad and said, it's a car accident, it, it's like a head-on collision, she should not be here. And walked away from it and said it was a miracle. So I've used... You know, there are times I've been put down, there are times I've been told that I'm crazy. I do not like my angels being disrespected. Like, hocus pocus, I will jump on people for saying that. Um, I've been to LA a few times, I've met with producers, and I've just felt we want to buy them, we want to buy them. They're not for sale. The work that they do is amazing, but it, it people think, oh, I'll just, I'll just ask an angel, and I'm going to win the lottery, or I'm going to, you know. It doesn't work that way. It works with love and intention, and that is what I've learned over the years. So I have walked in everyone's footsteps, trust me, I have, and, and I've survived. And I think my job here is to continue to do that and get the angels' name out there. You know, we can look at the paranormal. There is a lower energy out there, but you've got to go looking for it. If you go looking for it, be very careful because you can't close that portal over unless you come to someone like me. And sometimes I won't do it because... I feel like, well, you shouldn't have been poking around in the first place. <laughs> Everything I do is with love and light, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, I just have to... <coughs> um, yeah, so would you say that, um, like, angels, spirits and ghosts, are they all separate things? Or are they, they are all separate things. Um, spirits, um, you know, we've grown up with this term ghost. Um, mm -hmm. I refer to them as spirits. So if, we, if we start sort of at the bottom and then make our way up, the it's based on a level where we lose someone. Okay, they simply step into another room. They are called a spirit. Now they may their journey may last for an hour or a hundred years or somewhere in between, but they're here mm -hmm. on a journey, and it's their journey, and it's not up to me or any other psychic medium to say when their journey begins or when it ends. That's between them and their maker. We have so many. You know, we've got God, we've got Muhammad, we've got... We, we, I have to be very careful as how I use, you know, your maker. Um, so I'll often say to people, the universe and, uh, and the angels. So we'll start with spirit. Spirit are not angels. So when a baby dies, it does not become an angel. If it takes a breath in this world, it, it can never be an angel. Angels have never walked this earth before. They've never taken a breath in this life. Um, I yes, I have read for parents of deceased children, um, and I have told them that. I, but they know that, you know what I mean. It's it's really weird. Like they kind of get that. So then you have spirit, and then you have spirit guide. That's someone who is um, has crossed over, and they're trying to make a connection with you because they're trying to look after you, or they're they're looking for forgiveness. Maybe they've done something in this life. And they need your forgiveness to move on. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, and then we start entering into guardian angels territory. Mm -hmm. Now, they are of a higher level. So when we come here, we make the decision, or God or the universe, whatever, makes the decision to give you tools to do this journey. So you will be sent with two guardian angels. When I channel, I'll always see four. They double up. Um, those angels are your intuition. 
okay mm-hmm. the the more you meditate with them the more that you look into them the more that you listen to them the more that you will get out of them however they will not live your life for you because you have decided to come here to learn this journey when people talk about judgment and they judge other people i say if you go out and find me someone that's perfect i will read for you 10 times for free i'm still mm-hmm. waiting and that's been 40 years 30 30 years wow. i'm still i'm still waiting for that person to deliver me that person that's perfect mm-hmm. we are here to learn yeah and we do have these tools mm-hmm. and they do exist um they'll often come in forms of uh you may take a photo and you may see an orb yeah that can be an angel mm-hmm. um it can also be a spirit angels will always people think they appear with big wings well if they do you're dead because that's oh. their formal <laughs> outfit oh, okay. so they will um i often see them around the day and like my partner's father passed away and um i touched his feet and I, the whole room was just full of them and he was afraid to go he was unconscious and he was afraid to go and I kept saying it's okay go to the light Harry it's okay you can go now and he just took his last breath at that moment I gave him the last rites and off he went Mm -hmm. and you know even though his heart was still beating I let go of his feet and I stood back and everyone you know the monitor was still going he was gone you know and I felt like I I helped him cross over a lot of people will struggle crossing over Okay. But there's two things in life we know. When we're going to be born, and we know when we're going to die. We actually do know. We, we feel it. He came to me probably three months before and said, uh, I I just want another couple of years. And I said, you know, that's not up to me. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. He said, And he got cranky. He was a big Greek man. And he mm. said, you do, you do. And I said, you'll go when it's your time to go. And that's it. And And, and he did. And he's no regrets. You know, because he yeah. has come back. Um, but, yeah, they can float in and out. So that's the spirit. Yeah. Angels, higher entity, they're contracted here to work with you all the way through your journey. When your journey ends, they will escort you over to the other side and their contract with you is finished. Yeah. Suicide is a big thing where okay. people are so interested. What happens when someone commits suicide? It's yeah. like... Life is a bus journey, and some people have a great time, and some people want to get off that bus early. So people who commit suicide have to have prior permission to do so. Okay. Okay. And if they do it and they pass away, they have to come back and relive the journey that they didn't participate in in this life. Right. Okay. I had a man once who shot himself in the head and he tried to shoot himself in the foot and apparently he's still alive today and that was about 12 years ago. Wow. So crossing over, I would recommend any of your listeners there are two, if they want to dive a little bit deeper, is to watch The Secret. That will help them manifest things into their lives which is positive. And John Edwards, crossing over, if you want to know more about spirit. John is an amazing medium, yeah. And um, he he had a show in America called Crossing Over. He comes here. He does platform work, mm-hmm. and um, works very similar to what I do. So those are the two that I would recommend. But the secret is forgiveness. People don't like to forgive; they like to hold on. 
the more yeah. you hold on, the more it's going to come, that negative energy is going to form around you. Mm-hmm. So there's, it just opens up into so many different portals. Mm. And in your opinion, if you feel comfortable, what do you think the crossover, the Passover, what do you think it's like? You know, after you leave, this I life? I can get I I am allowed. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's indescribable, indescribable. Mm-hmm. Um, I do sometimes with a client. I will take them on what I call as a journey. Um, to it's kind of like we meet their loved ones and the angels halfway between this world and the next. So what I do is I leave my energy behind. And mm. I said to the client, I don't want you to close your eyes. I, I just want you to listen and follow me. So I will start channeling and bringing in my angels. So whatever I need to cook for dinner that night, uh, whoever I need to call, whatever I need to do, I've always got, the phone's always going off all the time. So I leave everything behind and I solely put myself in my place and then I bring the client in by asking them to put their hands on their lap, put their feet on the ground, do not cross, because a lot of people will cross their heart because they don't want you in there, or there could mm-hmm. be something attached to them. So in a normal, straightforward uh, healing journey, um, they'll go to that place, their voice will become calmer. Um, they're instructed only to listen to me, and, and to my voice. My voice doesn't change. I don't turn into any entity or anything like that. But depending on how far you can get them to go, because their mind is so overactive, I have had a few people where they've said they've actually seen and been able to touch past loved ones. Wow. You know, so we can't go there, because that's where they live, and they can't come here they do, they can, but theoretically, it's nice to meet in the middle. We meet through white light. Um, whatever they're holding on to, we'll ask God to remove it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's a whole setup done. Yeah. It can be done in five to ten minutes. And I've seen people change their lives just by forgiving, just by mm-hmm. saying, you know what, it's not okay what you've done to me, but I'm going to cut the cords and I'm going to forgive you. And they're totally, incredibly... I've seen people come off drugs. I've dealt with people in prison. I've dealt with people all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Alcoholics, drug addicts. Um, I've, I, I've never sat down with a murderer, but I have, without mentioning any names, just to protect those, but I have yep. dealt with the families of people who were murdered. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, yeah, and a loved one has come through and I've seen how they were murdered to the point of their, where their bodies were dumped and things that were not on media I've seen in a vision delivered that to the family and they've come back and said no one else knew that but that doesn't give me pleasure or joy that yeah. gives them peace yeah so it's not about me I never want people to look at me and go oh you're wonderful you're great I want them to see angels you're wonderful you're great yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't advertise anymore. I don't have a website. Mm-hmm. I took everything down. For the simple reason I was getting a lot of entities that were coming through that I, I'm going to test you. You're as good as John Edwards or you're as good as Taylor Henry. I'm not Taylor Henry and I'm not John and I'm not Teresa Caputo. My yeah. name is Lizzie. I communicate with my angels. No one else has what I have because they're all on their own journey. And yeah. 
uh, without advertising, my it just never stops. I mean, my partner Pete will, you know, it, it just never stops. It mm-hmm. never stops. The angels will find ways of making things happen. I sit back. I live for today. Mm-hmm. I get up in the morning. I'm grateful for a breath, and I advise people to do the same thing because tomorrow is not guaranteed. Yeah, there is no such thing as fortune telling. Mm-hmm. So when they come and they say, when am I going to meet my husband? Well, I say, well, if you're that desperate, you're probably never going to meet him. He's probably going to run a mile because you want a ring on the finger after a week of dating him. And they look at me and they, you can see they get angry, but it's yeah. true. You know, so we have to hand things over and it's called trust. Mm-hmm. And then sit back and let the universe do its job. So that's where we bring the secret in. And that's where I would advise all your listeners. It's on Netflix. It's on mm-hmm. DVD. You can buy it in the book. It's amazing. And yeah. it, and another one is the We Say mm-hmm. affirmations. So what we're doing is we are of an energy, and that energy can vibrate, okay, and it's out there. Well, the universe is going to bring you back exactly what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So I always say, be careful what you ask for. Yeah. You might just get it, but not in the way that you think. Mm, that's like the law of attraction right absolutely the law of attraction mm. so if you're like um somebody does something on you yeah and i'm gonna get you and i'm not gonna stop until i get you i just sit there and look at them and go wow you're in this portal you're in this circle mm-hmm. we gotta get you out of here dude like you gotta you know so i encourage a lot of letter writing and burning and the one thing humans don't like is forgiveness yeah. How can I forgive somebody who raped and cut the throat of my daughter? Yeah. You know, mm. and my reply to them is because if you don't, their energy will consume you and you will become them. Mm. You, and angels don't understand grief. So when someone comes to me and they're brokenhearted and they're crying, like today I just found out my good friend of mine lost her husband, and she's not only a friend of mine, she's also my client. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, when they come, like the lady, the lady and gentleman that come and lost their son, he, he was 18, he died of ca- brain cancer. Mm-hmm. And the angels were like, why, why, why are they crying? Don't they understand that he's here and he's safe? Like, why is he? They don't mm-hmm. have human emotions, but they do have love. And they can help us, but they will back off from any negativity. If you're negative or you don't do it with intention... They, they're, they're just going to stand back, absolutely, 110%. I always say some angels have a lot harder work than others, definitely. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so, like, when you are <clears throat> doing the readings or channeling, um, do you see a physical person? Is that kind of, or is it more That's of a shadow? That's so interesting. Or do you see in your mind, um, or are they, like, right next to you? I did, yeah. I, I'll explain something. I, um, I, did, I, I, I did a Facebook reading this morning. At FaceTime, sorry, beg your pardon. And um, mm-hmm. it was uh, a very old building in Rockhampton. And I was, I just got this message from this person who was a tattoo artist. And they sent me a message. They said, listen, I really need your help. I feel like I've got something in the building. Please help me. And I felt like it was a man. So I'm like getting up and this beautiful girl comes on tattoos on her neck like a neck oh she was beautiful stunning looking and I went oh and she said what's wrong I said oh I thought I thought I was reading a man but anyway and Mm -hmm. she said well that (laughs) 
that's really weird. We're all women that work here. But at the end of the day, what I, I asked her to take me around the building. But before I did that, I specifically said to her, you've got, oh, I, you've got an evil entity right over here in the corner. And he was pissed off. He did not want me there. So mm-hmm. I guided her to where I wanted her to go. And she kept saying, I'm getting cold. I'm, I'm, I'm like literally shivering. I said, don't move. You're protected in the white light. So I started saging my sage, which um, I eliminates them. Yeah. I said, you are protected in the white light. He cannot touch you. He's after me. So then I felt something trying to choke me or grab me by the throat. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I said to her, just sit down in the chair I said, there's a trap door in there, and in that trap door leads to a floor, from the ceiling to the floor, and somebody was murdered in that building, and it was something to do with gold or money, and she's just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you could tell I was on the right path, Mm -hmm. but I was just going with what the angels were giving me. And um, I keep getting a Thomas, a Tom, a Thomas, a Tom, Thomas. And I said, and there's a lady, but she hides over here in this corner. So um, she said to me, well, this building is 100 years old. And it used to be prospectors who would bring their gold here Mm -hmm. and exchange it for money. And then she turned the camera and she said, and there's the trap door. Wow. I said, well, what's happened is the entity, so if you're asking me if I can see them, yeah, I can see them. I don't like them. He yeah. was trying to get at me. What I feel like he's done is with Thomas that he strangled him to death and wow. then hung him from the rafters and made it look like a suicide. And I feel like the lady who'd crossed over was Thomas's wife. So we worked through it and... It was incredible. I mean, I would say to her, did you just see that? And she said, I saw a shadow walking past. Like she literally, this was this morning. Oh, wow. And I kept saying the prayer over and over. And the more I said the prayer, she said the less the cold was leaving. She started to feel warm. And I started to feel, he was attacking me or trying to. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we went into this whole back forth, back forth, back forth. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep in touch with her. But when we when we done the blessing, I have to get her to sage the building. But she had a love heart with Bob's wire going through it on the floor. And there was a massive crack going through the heart. And I said, was, was when you... When you had that painted on the floor, was the crack there? And she said, no. And I said, no, because he put it there. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, and a big heavy safe. And there was, there was so much more to it. But I guess seeing, yes, feeling them more. I like to feel them more than see them. But I will. Yeah. they will present themselves to me where I might say, oh, I've got John here and he's got dark hair but he's dressed in he's got a tattoo or mm. he's got markings I had a guy once had a scar and the other guy said yeah that's my brother he had a scar because he was sliced you know from here so you mm. will see them because they want you to clarify that they're here so um, it's a difficult one to answer but in my world I can answer it as yes definitely yes mm. And, like, should 
because me because I'm this is all kind of really new mm-hmm. to me like I <laughs> was raised as a Christian mm-hmm. so um I like I am very intrigued and interested in this um mm-hmm. kind of this topic and everything like that but I'm also quite fearful as well okay and I'm not sure whether that's because of my upbringing or like I don't know I think as a human trait I think as humans we're taught to fear yeah the unknown the thing, or yeah the thing is with fear is if you can imagine um okay um you know you're going to do an exam so you're fearful am I going to pass that exam yeah, yeah. and and the way I look at it is it's like you're opening up a party and you're allowing fear to organize that party and fear is going to invite anxiety yeah, and then anxiety is going to invite another negative, and, and all of a sudden you're going to create this portal of energy. So by the mm-hmm. time you get to the exam table, you are blank. You have nothing in your head. Mm-hmm. So we have to control fear, and the best way to control fear itself is to say, "What have I got to be afraid of? What's the worst thing that can happen to me? I get a, t- a bill from the tax man, or I I'm I'm dead." Those are the only two, death and taxes, the only two things that are guaranteed in this life. So I've nothing to fear. Yeah. So calming, taking that fear and calming it and saying, hold on a second, I'm just going to trust that everything's okay because I've got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And we really haven't. I'm going to put this in the hands of my angels. Yeah. And they're going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's gone. It's eliminated. I mean, I'm sure there's times in your life where bad things have happened yeah. But you've forgotten about them. You've moved on. Mm. We need to look at our past, where we've come from, rather than saying what's going to happen in the future. Because why would you, if, if you look at, I'm afraid of this, this thing. Well, this thing, or this, the, 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 what we're talking about, mm-hmm. well, basically, you know what? It's helped me in the past because... If that situation hadn't happened to me when I was 18, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today because I would have been dead. He was going to cut my throat, and he told people that. And I knew that. I knew he was going to do that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't uh, spend the rest of my life hating him. I, as soon as I forgive him, I started hearing stories back about things that were happening to him in prison. I didn't wish that on him. You know, he was a 19-year-old man. Um, then I heard that he got really sick, and I heard that he passed away. He has not tried to contact me. Um, he's welcome to any time, but he, he just hasn't. But as soon as I started the forgiveness, things started to happen. It was like the energy was filtering through a mirror. So we've nothing to be afraid of mm-hmm. because we haven't done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So to put fear there is to put negativity there. Yeah. I would suggest to you, if you're fearful of something, is to replace it with... I trust the angels have got this. I'm not going to worry about it. I trust that they've got this. Mm-hmm. And I trust that they're going to put me where I need to be. You know, look how far you've come. Don't look how far you have to go. Mm-hmm. Your future can change at any minute, at any second. There yeah. are things there that have to be there in place. Um, but your future can change at any time. And it comes down to trust and love and forgiveness. Those are the things that will get you further in life. Yeah. But to be hateful, jealous, vindictive, watch. Those, those people, you can see it in their faces. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it excels from them. And they don't go anywhere. 
in life. They just stay in the same place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's remember this is an energy. Yeah. You know, I've seen lights turn off, I've seen equipment in where we are now be turned off for no reason. Yeah. And come yeah. back on again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's very yes, it's very powerful, but angels are more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I just have to say, I don't know why. I don't know if you noticed I was being distracted. I felt like something was touching you. Thank you so much for listening to another Sound Vision GC podcast and I hope to catch you next time.